show for you. Uh, with me is going to be Chris Doritas. Uh, you may know the name from KCRW. He has another project out uh, that we are going to be talking about, and it's called It's a School Night. And we're going to talk about how you can watch this and how you can be a part of it. Uh, but before we do that, uh, we just heard the song, I'm Getting Tired of Me, 
uh, by Kings Elliot, which will actually be featured on this upcoming show uh, of uh, It's a School Night. But before we talk to Chris, I'm going to play one more song of Night One from It's a School Night. Uh, this is Upright by Chemist, and when we come back, we are going to be talking with Chris Doritas. Some days I pray that I'll just shine and prosper, shine and prosper, fly on out this, sign on out this, and let go of what's holding me down. Some days I pray that I'll just shine and prosper, shine and prosper, fly on out this, sign on out this, and let go of what's holding me down. Some days I pray that I'll just shine and prosper, shine and prosper, fly on out this, sign on out this, and let go of what's holding me down. I get the sense of some light that's like no other in strength. I never harnessed some plights when I discovered the sedative hypnotic drug types that I was shoving my temple to lower levels of pain. It got me bugging. I'm barely sleeping, beloved. They say the ambient's supposed to help in it. If it doesn't, then call a receptionist for an appointment and make another any day but Monday. Then they'll refer me to a specialist, so I'll save some money. In the meantime, I could mix with muscle relaxers, painkillers, if pain still there and part of the back hurts. Except if in the motor vehicle, if I was at work, I learned the healthcare industry prescribed disasters. But while listening to a so called Conscious rapper, foolish man, know it all who read the compass backwards. While his pain is at max, need a shaman, perhaps if he wants to be healed, because they don't do that. Some days I pray that I'm just shining brassful, shining brassful, fly on out this, sign on out this, and let go of what's holding me down. Some days I pray that I'm just shining brassful, shining brassful, fly on out this, sign on out this, and let go of what's holding me down. Some days I pray that I'll just shine and prosper, shine and prosper, fly on out this, sign on out this, and let go of what's holding me down. I'm starting to think y'all want me here forever predicting that I'll visit more often as a regular enjoy and making new money off both me and my brother and you 187 and need off a lack of better judgment. You want me crazy, want me like a days ago, like it's nothing but sorry, puppy. You prescribed and gave me a sorry substance, a medical malpractice. Legally, ain't it something you plan got in an office? You want benevolent offerings, you are ahead and in charge of curing and signing off on pharmaceutical treatment. God knows I for awful. I say, look, doc, it's moving pain, it boomerangs in the studio. I can't really get in the groove of things. I'm uncomfortable half of the time. So could you explain my sleep disorder, lumbar sacral plexus, cervical sprain? Why my pain is it max? Need a shaman, perhaps if I want it to be healed, because they don't do that. Some days I pray that I'm just shining prosper, shining prosper, fly on out this, sign on out this, and let go of what's holding me down. Some days I pray that I'm just shining prosper, shining prosper, fly on out this, sign on out this, and let go of what's holding me down. Some days I pray that I'll just shine and prosper, shine and prosper, fly on out this, sign on out this, and let go of what's holding me down. Where are you? Are you in LA? Yeah, yeah, I'm in LA. We um, actually, 
we know uh, the same people in, in in a weird way. Um, I'm uh, really good friends with Jason Groman. JG, he's our guy. We love him. Yeah, yeah. Me and him were in radio together. He was K Rock. Um, at KABC. Oh wow. Yeah, and uh, he was, you know, um, I was the I was his first like ever uh, content producer, you know, for the web. Uh, so we just. You know, we're trying to think of things to do for the website. And, uh, at the wow. time we were both working for in the morning for, uh, Peter Tilden. So that was, that was our gig. Yeah. Uh, he is such a teddy bear. I love him. Yeah. He's one of the kindest, most generous, thoughtful, hardworking, creative. I can't say enough good things about Jason Groman. I can. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> He, I mean, anybody that says that they're a friend of his, uh, I just want to give him a hug because he's he. Everybody at KCRW would say the same thing. He's just he keeps that place running. He does. Know? He really he, does. And you know, a, a cool thing about him too was um, uh, the the thing about him was he got he showed me. KCRW, I, I did an event with him. It was uh, him and Raul Campos and uh, Gustavo Ariano. And you're talking about my family, man. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, I'm it's your, your fourth, you know, removed cousin. You know what I mean? But like exactly. re- weirdly removed. <laughs> yeah. And, yes. um, and so, you know, we were doing this event. And he's like, hey, you know, because uh, I did events and stuff like that. And he's like, you know, uh, I want you for this particular event. You you know what to do. And I was like, me, you know, like work at KCRW event. He's like, yeah. And I'm like, oh my god, what a dream. And so I got to go there, and it was it was uh, at the time I believe it was at the Huntington Library, and Ariano was doing his like best tortilla madness march oh, yeah. madness thing. The tortilla contest. Yeah, yeah. And so I was there helping with that, taking photos and, uh, you know, moving, you know, tents around and stuff like that. And that's how I got this shirt, by the way, you know, because like, <laughs> oh, you need a shirt. And I'm like, oh, my God, I get a shirt. Yeah. Yeah, you, you didn't have to pay for that, right? See, those are, you, you know, you get those when you join the station and you got one tossed to you. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, I'm in, I'm in, and, you know. <laughs> I haven't worked since, but, you know, I'm... <laughs> You know, but uh, that was like three years ago. But, uh, you know, I'm always down to help KCRW uh, anytime. You know, it, you know, uh, I'm a true volunteer uh, that, you know, that, that needs to get used, you know, if, if I could be so candid. Um, oh, man, I, 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 I feel the same way about KCRW. It's like it's such a beautiful thing to be part of an organization to be that you wake up every day feeling like you're part of something that's making a difference in the world and kcrw has always been that for me it's just an incredible group of people that i've i'm honored to be part of and um they do such good things and it's just you know i'm, I'm a supporter as well as a person who works there so i'm you know a, a subscriber too you know 
Yeah, and with that, let's get into um, the real reason you're here. I mean, it's not just a chat with me and, and talk about Jason Groman and all the great uh, people <laughs> there at KCRW, but uh, you are here because you are doing a school night, and you're doing two school yeah. nights. Uh, this is a KCRW virtual event that I'm... It's actually not. It's not KCRW, but it, it, it it's funny because I think people... It's like um uh, because I because it's my thing. Yeah. It's almost synonymous with KCRW in a way because I've been there for so long. You know, I've been part of that. I've been at KCRW for thirty years, which is hard to believe. But KCRW is the springboard that launched School Night in a way because when I started doing a weekend show, um, you know, I'd been doing Morning Becomes Eclectic forever, but I didn't. Once I was on the weekends, I didn't really have a platform to bring artists in for a live performance thing. And I got invited to DJ at a club 10 years ago. I had worked on this movie and, um, and we had our rap party for this movie at a place called Bordeaux in Hollywood. And I'm at this venue for the first time in this beautiful, like, art deco, facility it looks like some i don't know goth living room and i thought god this is so beautiful and the owner's taking me on a tour and he goes you should come down here and dj sometime I'm like i'm terrified of djing events because in a radio situation as you know you're just by yourself in a room but to be in front of a bunch of people and have to make them dance that's terrifying to me so of course i said yes <laughs> and uh as we got you know, closer to this first event that I was going to DJ, I had to come up with a name and I was telling my friends I'm going to be DJing this place. And they go, uh, Monday night? I can't do that. It's a school night. I'm like, school night. Let's call it school night. And the, um, the manager of the venue is like, I know you're apprehensive about DJing by yourself. Why don't you have a band or two come in and play after you? And then it's about them and not about you. And I'm like, that's what I'm going to do. So the first event we did, it was just going to be one night. And um, and I had a band called The Like come in and Dawes came in and they played the first school night. And, it, you know, we decided to do a month. And the second one, Chrissy Hine of The Pretenders played. And we had a line four blocks long and we just kept going, Albert. Um, so it, it just became, it's, it's always been my thing, not a KCRW event, but it's... It's a place where I, the artists that I'm excited about for my radio show, that I'm playing on the radio, um, I try to bring to the stage at school night. What a great platform to yeah. have and, and to do. And right now, it's crazy because you're doing this virtually. And I know a lot of bands are very apprehensive about it, but I feel that there's a new wave of people accepting uh, the virtuosity, if you will, of the stage. And for me, I like this because I I love going to shows, but I don't like being around people. I get very, <laughs> you know, it's I get anxiety, you know, when there's a lot of people. Yeah. And, it can get really crowded and uncomfortable, yeah. Yeah, I, you know, um, not to switch topics or anything, but uh, I, when you guys used to do your, your uh, when KCRW, I believe, did things at the Annenberg space for photography. I mean, I'm talking massive crowds would show up. And yes. I, I, 
to be fair, that's great. <laughs> that's great. You know, because you guys really know how to throw a party and um, bring people in. Um, I would be on the outside, you know what I mean? I would go, but I'd be like at the very far end, just kind of watching the masses, yep. you know, and, and that was a very, very cool venue, uh, the yeah. Hindenburg's piece. Bobby played that, I remember, and, uh, I don't know who you saw there, but I think it was like, I want to say Father John Misty and like some amazing events there. Yeah. Yeah. It's, man. Uh, but uh, again, you're doing an amazing event with this virtual, uh, school night happening Monday and two. Uh, I'm sorry, Monday and Wednesday, what, at 5 p.m. Pacific. Right yeah. on uh, Twitch.tv/slash. It's a school night. I will have all the links on the show notes, or if anybody wants to see, just check out the bio, and uh, you'll be able to uh, go there uh, Monday and Wednesday night. This is absolutely free. I want to say totally free. And um, if you want, I can tell you how it came to be because it's kind of crazy. You know, as I told you how school night began, as we started to do our second, third, fourth, fifth school nights some 10 years ago, we ended up winning an award from Paper Magazine. Three months into the beginning of school night, we won Paper Magazine's America's Best Party Award. Who knew there was even such a, an award? But they gave it to us. <laughs> and we're like, wait, what? And then... Because it was a New York magazine, these venues in New York started to invite us to do school night in New York. And within six months of our existence, we were doing school night at the Bowery Hotel in, in Manhattan. And then a few years later, we moved it to the Brooklyn Bowl and Babies Are Right. So we were this New York, L.A. thing. And we won the hearts and minds of the industry, the booking agents, the publishers, the labels, the artist camps, you know. And it became this kind of go-to thing, right, as you know. And so many artists debuted there over the years. The biggest booking agent that was supportive of us and the first booking agent that was supportive of us was Tom Windish. And Tom has always believed in School Night as a developing platform for artists that we know and love today. Lizzo, Billie Eilish, Dua Lipa, all these amazing talents. So when the shutdown happened, Tom says, he calls me, he says, Man, we gotta do something. My bands wanna play. Let's do school night and online. You know, he wasn't part of school night. He was just a supporter. He's like, let's do it together. I'm like, okay. And I dragged my feet for like two days to think about it. Two days later, he's like, man, let's do this. If you don't do it, I'm gonna do it myself. So we decided to do it together and called it, we wanted to call it school night at home. And we launched our first season last August and we did 14 episodes. And Twitch got excited about it, and they approached us to do a second season, and they said they would support us, and here we are. So we're launching the new season, season two, on Monday. Yeah, Monday the 5th. That must be so exciting for something to just kind of fall into your lap uh, like this. Uh, you know what I mean? So organic. Yeah. <laughs> It make it makes life, um, you know, just so uh, fun and, and exciting, uh, and something to look forward to. I think right now, as things are starting to open up, you know, people are getting uh, a little over, um, you know, like like they already want to run into a concert venue. You know what I mean? We're we're almost at that cusp where people can actually get in there. Um, do you? foresee 
this, you know, turning into coming back full circle at venues? Very good question. We are definitely going to have school night in real venues again. Um, whether we're still at Bardot, that's to be determined. But we've already been invited by a few different venues here in Hollywood. Um, and we would continue in Toronto because we launched Toronto a year and a half ago uh, at the Drake Underground there. So we're definitely going to come back to venues. But we think that School Night at Home is going to continue because, as you said, there's an audience that wants to see this from home. There's an audience that might be in a small town somewhere that can't, doesn't have the access to New York or Hollywood or Toronto. And the other thing that's amazing about homeschool that we didn't foresee, you know, if we get excited about a band, one of these bands that's on the show on Monday, Mama's Gun, this UK band that Anthony Vallad has turned me on to, you know, we would have had to wait for them to get visas, to be in L.A., um, to have a Monday night off, to not have any, you know, issues with another show they might be doing somewhere across town, or th- maybe they're playing Coachella and there's a radius clause, and when they're in LA they can't do a gig like School Night. All these hoops they had to jump through to get on School Night before are gone. We can book any artist from anywhere in the world, no complaints. That is one of the best uses of the internet. <laughs> I have to say, it's like, like finally, finally, my hopes and dreams are 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 coming to reality. And, Introverts uh, unite, <laughs> <laughs> right? Introverts unite with your laptops. You know what I mean? <laughs> we're all, we're, you know, we should make a shirt. We're all on the same IP. You know what I mean? <laughs> type type thing. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, let's talk really quick about the first night's lineup. It's very stacked. You have King's Elliot, Chemist, uh, Mind Chatter, as you said before, uh, Mama's Gun, and uh, what was it? Was it Bevan? Bevan. 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 Um, yeah, he's he's going to be our host. Um, Bevan is this just upstart pop talent. Um, I don't know how to describe him. He's He's from the south coast of England. Brighton is where he went to school. And uh, he, he lives in Southampton. He's he's half Japanese, but he's got this knack for a pop melody. And he does it in a really kind of cool Elderbrook kind of way. Like there's a dance element to it. Um, but he's going to be our host. So he's a, he's a deep kid musically. He's um, the real deal. And... You know, he's going to take us through these artists. Um, you know, he's basically going to be, you know, what was that? Was that me? Was that you? <laughs> I think I, 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 a, a bunch of listeners just, uh, you know, fainted over, over him. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> they, they, <laughs> I think it was my cat. Uh, I could set them over in the kitchen. Um, but so he's going to take us through the artists. King Zelliot, I'm really excited about. She's the very first artist. That's going to be on the show on Monday, the new season, and it's her worldwide live performance debut. She's never performed anywhere else in the world, so uh, I'm, I'm excited about her. Um, I don't know if you've seen the video that she posted online um, a little over a month ago. 
she put out a song called I'm Getting Tired of Me. It's like the ultimate pandemic song. Um, and she was shooting a video for it, and she just couldn't get herself together. And she sat down on the floor and had a panic attack, and the camera was rolling on her. She's just like, let the camera roll. And she had her freaking panic attack on camera. Wow. And that became the video to the song. Um, I mean, I would pull it up on YouTube if I could right now and show you, but it's it's remarkable. And that's what made me fall in love with her, her vulnerability and her honesty and and just her voice on top of all of that. Um, she's a tremendous songwriter. And so she's going to bring that vulnerability and bring that voice to the first session of School Night. Cool. I'm very excited about that. Why did you, you know, if it's the first session, why did you add the Wednesday session? Uh, just out of curiosity. Rich wanted us to do it twice. You know, we our first season was once a week. And Twitch is like, we think you can build an audience faster if you do it twice a week. And we're like, really? That's eight bands a week. Are you sure? And they're like, bring it on. I think the way the Twitch audience works, it's a lot of gamers, a lot of, a lot of people who spend uh, inordinate amount of, amounts of time on Twitch. And uh, they think that, you know, the, the more the show is on the channel and on the air, the more it's going to catch and build a following and ignite into a, a real happening. So... That's cool. Uh, very cool. Very excited for school night, uh, happening twice a week. And this is for one season. How long is the season? So you're going to be doing this for, I'm assuming three months. I, I want to say six months is six the months. season. Wow. Okay, man. <laughs> well, I mean, a lot of your time must be curating these artists right now. Do you have time for other things? <laughs> this is a big you know, commitment. It's a, here, it's, it's actually, You'll understand this. I I have a radio show, right? I have the School Night series, but I also do a lot of movie soundtracks. I'm doing a lot of music supervision. And my job is all the same damn thing, Albert. I get up in the morning looking for a piece of music that's going to excite me. I, you know, and invariably I end up finding them day after day, things I've never heard before that I'm excited about. And I push these things that I'm excited about into these projects. Okay, I'm going to play this on my radio show this weekend. Let's see if they're available to play school night. Oh, my God, they're perfect for this scene in this movie I'm working on. So it's the same job. It's just one more platform to push these things into. You definitely created synergy into your life. Um, and that is, yep. I, I mean, I think that's what we all want to do for our own lives is to create that synergy that everything just works well together. Um, wanted to talk to you uh, real briefly. There's a lot of changes happening at KCRW. And, uh, you know, obviously one of them is, you know, you guys have changed into a brand new environment, brand new studios. And uh, I'm, not, I'm not sure if this was off the air or on the air, but I actually went to uh, KCRW in Santa Monica right before you guys made that move. So I was able to be in, in, in the morning becomes eclectic studio and in the old, in the old digs. Yeah. In the basement. Yeah. In there. And man, you know, musty, smelled like, smelled like mustiness and it's, it's, it smelled like true radio. It smelled like rock and roll, man. I was like, man, <laughs> like, what? Like, was there a water leak here recently? <laughs> <Sorry. laughs> 
You know, but like, like I'm, I'm in there and I'm just like, man, I, you know, like I've seen Connor Oberst, you know, live in here. I've seen mm-hmm. Radiohead and all these other, and it was just like, whoa, um, to leave that environment and, and, and to move to a new studio. Ugh, it was heartbreaking. Right? It was. It was heartbreaking. It, it, so many memories, so many beautiful things about that, you know, basement studio under the cafeteria where nobody even knew we were there. The students didn't know we were there. You know, I remember having Lou Reed on the show. Um, he come in, he came in a couple, couple times, two or three times. And I was walking him to his car, uh, after one set that he did on Morning Becomes Eclectic. And Lou was all like leathered up, leather jacket, and, um, looked like Lou Reed, you know? And we're walking across campus to his car. And some two students walked by and I hear one say to the other, Oh, jeez, this guy thinks he's Lou Reed. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's amazing. (laughs) Lou and I just laughed. We didn't say anything to that guy. (laughs) Oh, that's brilliant. That is brilliant. My God. So there was a lot of really fun things about that, you know, very unassuming space that we had. You saw it. I mean, there was nothing... Nothing fancy about it. All the money went into the programming. But when we left there, I remember going through there as like a, a final goodbye when, you know, the shelves were bare and, you know, there were, you know, just uh, grayed out spaces on the wall where photos had been hanging for years. And it was just like saying goodbye to an old friend, you know, in a way it was a whole new chapter. But there was also that mixed emotion of, what could be with this new facility, you know? Definitely. Yeah. And how, and how are you enjoying the new facility? I, I'm sure it doesn't have the same smells and flavors and tastes as, as the old one. <laughs> as put very nicely. Uh, no, it does have a sheen to it, a brand newness, um, and a monstrosity about it. Um, but we're not fighting each other over studio time. Um, you know, we're not elbowing each other out of the rooms because we got deadlines. So there's more studios for us to, you know, you never find yourself without a studio. That's a good thing. Um, but um, we didn't really get a chance to, you know, live in it yet because we, we were there for like, I don't know, what was it, maybe a year, nine months, a year. Um, and then we got kicked out for the pandemic and, you know, we're only letting a few people in at a time now. But the astonishing thing about all of us being in that big building for all of us was because previously we were in different buildings because we had not enough space in any one building. We were spread out. So we were seeing coworkers that we'd never met before <laughs> that we've been working with. <laughs> you know, they'd been on our, on our extension list, but we never really saw them until we were on the same damn building. We're like, okay, now you're who? <laughs> you know? So we were all in the, you know, in the same building for the first time ever. Man, that that must uh, that must be uh, a great story that you're going to be telling. I'm sure uh, them like I, this is the first time I met you. Uh, it's about, true. Like, yeah. How long have you been working here? I've been working here 15 years, and we just met. <laughs> but that's radio. Sometimes you know what I mean. It is. That's right. Yeah. You might know their voice, but you actually haven't been in the same room. Yeah. Um, 
uh, one of the last things uh, that that we'll talk. And thank you for your time and uh, and and coming on. Um, so that you, uh, that you reached out, man. Yeah, when when I got the email um, about this and I saw your name, I I couldn't believe it. I was like. Uh, they're, they're like you can interview any of the bands that you want. I'm like I, I want Chris. Like you know what I mean? I was like I, I, you know just just to pick at his brain and and uh, to be able to to actually just talk shop with you. Um, what was the true excitement uh, that I that I had? So um, thank you for that and, and and thank you for being so accommodating uh, with me. Yeah, um, but one of the last things uh, you know as we're we're talking a little bit about KCRW. Um, is, uh, the departure of Garth Trinidad. Um, yeah. so many nights, you know, um, in one of my previous jobs, you know, I was working at a cafe and I would have to close the cafe, clean it, you know, put it, put it back, you know what I mean? Uh, and at night, he was my soundtrack guy, you know what I mean? He was always, you know, playing and, um, uh, that's what I would clean the cafe to. And so for when I saw that he left, and of course he didn't leave on bad terms or anything like that. No, no. Um, but you, you know, that I was just like, I was like, man, a part of me is, is, is gone, you know? And I know that sounds weird from a listener perspective and it must be different from your perspective because you guys have all grown up together and seen each other, you know, through thick and thin. Uh, tell me about that experience uh, yeah. with Garth, if you don't mind. Not at all. And I really appreciate what you just said. I think we all have a very unique relationship with people that we listen to on the radio. Uh, it's different than even watching like a television show. You know, I remember like when John Stewart left The Daily Show or whatever, you know, there's these momentous things if you're a fan of a show or something you know you feel like a part of you is uh, dying or something um but radio's different because it's so intimate it's so in your head and in your personal space in a way you could be in a car with five people and if the radio's on you know there might be a conversation in the front seat between two people but there's somebody in the back leaning against the window, looking out the window, listening to the radio and tapping into that host and feeling like this one-on-one -on -one relationship, you know, it may not be overt, but it's a subtle thing that, you know, companionship that comes. And so I get that. I, I am a radio listener too, you know? And so there's, there's this attachment that you almost don't even recognize that you are having. And when it's gone, you're like, but, so I understand that and you know Garth uh, is just one of those warm presences that has been with us at the station you know everybody called him Uncle Garth <laughs> um, it's not like he was older than anybody else he was kind of the baby but he just had this calming sense about him that he brought to the family um, and I remember when he first came in he was you know, he had done, I didn't know this till later, but he had done a book report, I think, or uh, 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 he wrote a paper about KCRW and he came in and interviewed Jason. Um, that was his first contact with KCRW. But then later he became a volunteer and that's how I knew him because he volunteered for Liza. And he came up with Liza as her volunteer. And I remember her telling me, I was the music director at the time, that he wanted to start a show and 
he came to me and he brought me a demo tape and it was fabulous. He's got that voice. <laughs> and, um, you know, I said, well, tell me about the show, the concept. And, and he, he went away and he came back and he's like, I've got some names, some ideas for names. And he unscrolled this piece of paper. And, uh, you know, we were talking about kinds of artists he would play. And I was like, this is, KCRW needs this. It's like, we need that eclectic window from his perspective, you know, um, as a as a man of color and what he grew up listening to, and it's like we absolutely this sounds freaking awesome. And I'm looking at the list of names that he had. I don't remember any of them, but I'm scanning the list, and only one I remember. And I was like, "That's it." And he's like, "Chocolate City, yeah." And that became his show, as you know. Chocolate City. And, um, you know, we've since shed those names of our shows, but, um, I always think of Garth, uh, and his show as Chocolate City. That's, uh, lovely sentiment, uh, very touching. Uh, creating a name for a show is one of the hardest things. And the funnest. Yeah. Yeah, like I went to a show generator. I couldn't think of a name for this particular show. So, you know, uh, I put it in a name generator and then like there was a bunch of different names, but what the music is the one that kind of stood out. And I was just like, you know what? I'm, I'm, I'm going to do what the music, you know what I mean? It's, I think it's a fun name. And, um, yeah, you know, there's so many times where I'm listening to the radio and I'm just like, what the music is this song, you know what I mean? Or, or just, yeah. you, you know, so... Um, uh, no, I think it's really clever because it catches you like, wait, what? And then you're like, but you get it. Yeah. It's it's really cool because it, it's surprising, but it also says what it is in a way. You know, it's a sideways way of saying it, which is cool. Exactly. And um, so I don't... You know, that just came into my mind when you were telling that story of uh, Chocolate yeah. City. Uh, but lastly, let's talk about night two, uh, which is Wednesday, okay? And it's 5 o'clock p.m. Pacific Standard Time on twitch.tv slash it's a school night twice Man, a week. Good, good job. <laughs> <laughs> it's like I have notes. It's crazy. Uh, <laughs> you know, uh, but uh, two nights... Um, and and the second night is probably the most eclectic. Uh, I, I want to say out of these nights, tell me about your decision for these particular artists for the second night. You know, that's a really good question because we, you know, we just want every night to be um, unpredictable. Um, you know my background. <laughs> You know, um, I have a short attention span. So if we have a band that sounds like one thing, the last thing I want is the next band to sound like the same thing, you know? Um, so, you know, it's, it's really more about putting together, okay, we're over here. Next, we're going to go here. Let's do this now. And then let's come down here. So it's, I'd say that about the first night too, you know, you got Kings, this contemplative, beautiful, female, soulful, singer you got um a chemist who's this you know thoughtful powerful poet out of philadelphia who's talking about you know issues of him him coming up as a black man um 
you've got uh, Mama's Gun, who's this like throwback 70s soul lover of Erica Badu and that whole thing out of the UK perspective. And then you've got Mind Chatter, who's this EDM, brainy, you know, DJ, producer, madman out of New York City. So it's it's the same thing on the second night, you know, um, with Via and Buzzard, Buzzard, Buzzard out of Wales and, you know, all these. So it's it's really not just the second night, but it'll be the third and the fourth and the fifth, like the same idea where it's like, let's not make any anything too close to the other, you know, keep people guessing. Like, wait, damn, there's a polka band too, <laughs> you know? Which, and by Bevan, the way, there should be. There should be. <laughs> yeah, and the host, our host, Bevan, is... You know, we could have picked a host from Los Angeles who could have just walked down to our studio, but we like that he's from England and just gives another dimension to the proceedings, you know? Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm absolutely looking forward to school night one and school night two, Monday, Wednesday. Uh, make sure to check it out, uh, 5 p.m. Pacific Standard Time on Twitch, Twitch TV, was it twitch.tv slash it's a school night. Go check it out, and it's gonna be on yeah, for six months. Yeah, you can go there. Sorry, no, no, no it, and it's gonna be on there for six months. And uh, if yeah. I go there right now, what what will I see? Yeah, you go there right now. You can hit subscribe, and it'll notify you. It'll remind you, so you don't forget. So I would say go there now. Just click on subscribe, um, and they'll notify you when it's gonna start. They'll give you a heads up. The other thing I'll say about it is that I'm gonna do a pre-show DJ set. So like 15 minutes before I'm DJing. And then at the very end, we're going to do a little after party <laughs> on Zoom, and I'll be DJing after as well. So I'll bookend it with my DJ sets. And then one last thing I'll say about it is it's our first one, so we'll probably be screwing up a lot. I can't wait. <laughs> so come see the mistakes. <laughs> come see us fall on our face. <laughs> you know, I, I have a saying, and uh, this saying was taught to me when I was in the Marine Corps, and it was somebody has to be first through the door. You know what I mean? So, you know, I, I totally am always in for the, like, the, the first of something because I'm like, oh, le- like, <laughs> this is going to yeah. be interesting. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. and it, be boring. Yeah. <laughs> but it, you never know. You know, you never know, <laughs> which is why we tune in for, for that, uh, reality that hits, uh, when you're watching something live and, uh, something streaming. Um, uh, my guest has been Chris Doritas. Uh, again, uh, I am, uh, completely, uh, overwhelmed and humbled by uh, having you on um it, to you are living my life uh you know i think you switched out my life for for yours and uh you know to be able to just curate and and play music and for it to just have a synergy in you is truly a gift and um you know, what, what, what do you have for any advice that I guess is what I'm trying to get at that you have for uh, somebody that, that wants to become you? Is it still your identity? Is it, uh, <laughs> what do we got to do? I mean, uh, I never thought that there was such a job available to a person. Um, it all, as we said earlier, was an organic kind of thing, you know, but I think I, what I would say is it just grew out of me following my passion, you know? following my passion and that passion led to you know one thing and then another and another and and i think it's maybe if anything a testimony to just like following your gut doing your homework following your heart and don't worry about the money i mean i was young when i started so i I wasn't making money and i didn't care about the money 
I was making nothing at KCRW when I first started there, you know. Um, but I didn't want to be anywhere else, you know. I was ready to sweep floors there, you know. Um, so follow your passion and the money comes eventually, you know. Absolutely. It's, it's almost like when you decide to go into radio or into music, you have to take a vow of poverty. Uh, in a way, and um, but it'll it'll all come back to you. I totally get that. Um, yeah, and if and if it's not monetary, it's going to be in good vibes. I feel like, at, you know, it's a full circle. What we talked about at the beginning of this, you know, you feel at, after everything, you're making a difference in people's lives. You know, very cool. And uh, what what a great way to leave off on. Uh, again, school night starts Monday. And it's also a Wednesday, which are true school nights. And school is coming back. So um, what a great time uh, for you to stay at home and and watch this. There's, like, nothing on TV anyway. So uh, this is a, a way to just get, uh, you know, the, the that itch of, of uh, music uh, coming out. So, uh, again, I'll have all the links uh, on the show notes, but uh, twitch.tv slash it's a school night. Uh, hit that subscribe button, as uh, you know I am, and um, just welcome music into uh, your heart. Uh, my guest has get, again has been Chris, Chris Doritas, and um, thank you. Albert, thank you, man. We'll see you down the road. Okay. Thanks again to Chris Doritas. Uh, again, uh, twitch.tv slash it's a school night. Go check it out. This new season, uh, begins Monday. So what a great way to start, uh, your week. And don't forget, there is a Wednesday as well. And, uh, again, thanks to all the bands, uh, for allowing me to play their music in this sampler, uh, for the show. Um, we are going to leave now with this is the day. And uh, this is by Mama's Gun. When I look over my shoulder, see a train of broken dreams, am I getting it? Closer to where I wanna be. Cause I've never seen the catcher. No matter how I try, doesn't mean I wanna be. I'm always just one step behind. And now it feels like something is about to change.
never felt so blessed Now it feels like something is about to change I can feel it coming an extra song and i figured i might as well play it uh again this is night one uh this is to entice you and get you ready for night one uh this is bevan and one and only Please believe me when I promise 